0: So let's reflect together on this first reading about the prophet Elijah. One of the reasons why we are focusing so much attention on the importance and the blessing of being a disciple of Jesus Christ is that we can discover and live more fully from that life that was deposited in us by God on the day of our baptism. And one of the things that was conferred upon us was a new identity. The most beautiful is the identity of a child of God that we became beloved daughters and sons of God in that baptism. But we also received three other identities. And that was revealed in that prayer that the priest prayed over us when the crowns of our heads were anointed with that sacred chrism. And the words of that prayer are, As Christ was anointed priest, prophet, and king, so may you live as a member of his body, sharing everlasting life. A few months ago, we talked about our priestly identity, what it means to live the baptismal priesthood of Jesus Christ, how to live a life of sacrifice and what that looks like in our daily life. And if you want to refresh your memory, you can go on our website and click on the homily archives and listen to that homily again to refresh our memories. But today I want to talk about the second identity prophet. In our baptism, we were given also the identity and the mission of a prophet. And today I hope we can understand a little better what that means and how to live it out. If ever there was a moment In the history of the world, where the voice, the prophetic voice of God, needed to be heard, it is today. This is the role of the church in every generation. It is to be in the presence of the world, the prophetic voice of God. And a prophet, very simply, is one who speaks for God one who hears and receives that word and proclaims that word by their life, by their actions, and by their words. Mary, the mother of Jesus, is the most perfect example of this. Mary opened the good soil of the earth of her body, And she conceived the very Word of God and allowed that Word to become flesh in her womb. But she did even more. As she raised up that child, Jesus, she took into herself every word that Jesus spoke. Everything that Jesus did, she took it into herself and she became a living word herself. Her whole being was filled with the word of God and therefore her whole life was a proclamation of that word. And this is what we are called to do as well. When the prophetic voice of God is silent in the world, the world goes astray. More darkness creeps in and the world becomes more and more lost and troubled. As we are seeing today, And so this brings us to the first reading. How can you and I live that prophetic vocation if we do not first hear that word continually spoken to us in our life? Elijah did not encounter God in the whirlwind nor in the earthquake, nor in the fire. And the same is true for us in another way. It is difficult to hear the voice of God in the whirlwind of a frantically busy life, in the whirlwind of information and images that continually pour out at us through the airwaves, the restless pursuit of excitement and pleasure, it is hard to hear God if that is our life. It is hard to hear God in the constant quake of news that is alarming and deeply troubling, especially the news we often hear of late about our country and where things are going and the global scene as well. It is hard to hear God when that is constantly coming at us. And if that is the only voice that we hear, and it is hard to hear God in the fire of passions and emotions that have not yet been purified and redeemed by God's grace. And Elijah encountered God in the gentle breeze. God's voice, like a whisper. There is a passage in the scriptures that is often quoted from Psalm 46. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am and God and the minute we hear this we realize that this is actually one of the greatest challenges of our Christian life in American culture we live in a land of diversions and distractions and sometimes we come to realize very sadly that the most neglected place in our life is this sacred place deep within our hearts that was made for encounter and intimacy with God, where we can hear his voice in the stillness and the silence. A voice that we will not often hear in what comes to us through the television and through the images and things on the internet. God wants to speak into the areas of our life that are troubled, where you and I feel anxious and worried, whether it's about things close to our own families whether it's about things in our community or in our country or on the global scene. God wants to speak to us in the storm, whether the storm is outside of us or whether it's churning within us. We need to hear the voice of God if we are going to find the peace and the strength that we need to weather the trials and the storms of life. And what I found most helpful is the moment in my life when I realized I was never alone. Even when I felt alone, I was never alone. That God was waiting for me in that silence, the silence that I was trying to avoid, that I was running from, and getting lost in the diversions and the distractions of the world. And so I realized I had to make an effort by God's grace to be still. And that was hard. As I would go to a place to be still, I had to deal with my monkey brain, thoughts swinging from one branch to another, nonstop, I had to deal with my restless heart that always wanted to be busy doing something, like a butterfly just landing on one flower and hopping to the next, to the next, to the next. And so sometimes I find that I had to just beg God, Lord, quiet my mind and still my heart. Sometimes it helps to pray a prayer like the Hail Mary, real slow, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. And as I pray those Hail Mary slowly, I find myself quieting. I find the calm of God entering my soul or just saying the name of Jesus over and over again. This is one of the reasons why I think this Adoration Chapel is going to be such a blessing for us and for our community. It'll be another moment where you and I can come and unplug from everything else and just be still with God. To be in Jesus' presence. For some people, it may be the only quiet moment that they get in the week. We need to be the prophetic voice of God, but we cannot be that if we do not first hear it and to put ourselves in places throughout the day and the week where we are silent and still so we can hear that word that is whispered From the heart of God. A word that can give us strength. A word that can encourage us. A word that can assure us and lift us up. A word that can calm us. A word that can do so many things if we let it. So let us ask the Lord when He comes to us in the Eucharist to continue to keep Him in the center in the first place, and let us ask him for the grace to help us be still. Amen?